This is brutal power, wrapped in an elegant machine. Welcome back, darling. Kingston Town can't win. He got checked, the champ. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. From, from, from the card, leaving the ball. Gay dollars months ago. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. What an outstanding racehorse. But at the bush, it is 15 lands clear. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me, pinky thread at the eye of the needle. Tenny stayed huh? Closing time. This could be set up for something special. Cassidy had the pull to whip. This is coming again. Dix, he lunges and wins. Welcome to the RNS in the office podcast for this weekend's racing. Uh, our newest member, Brad Bishop, will be very happy with the new intro. Mm. Redoots a um, Redoots over tester, a uh, welcome edition. Welcome edition. And it's all racing now. We've removed everything else. So. Any further suggestions, feel free to send them through. Bit of fun. Feature racing, they're starting to come back. It's starting to heat up this weekend. The good horses are back. Animo, you would say he's probably one of them, I'm going to say, most exciting horses we have. Well, we're hoping he will be. Yep. No, I think that's a, a fair statement. We actually, Timeform List, he's actually rated below Home Affairs. Coolmore win. But I think some would dispute it. They're sort of the two big established dogs now, aren't they? I know Home Affairs came a little bit... It's funny to say he came from left field because he did win a silver slipper, but it wasn't a good silver slipper. He was a much better three-year-old so far than he was a two-year-old. So, But I think Animo is... Um, yeah, probably because he was such a good two-year-old as well. He feels like he's been around for a long time, so he's no longer the exciting new thing on the scene, but he is. I mean, he's still only three-year-old and he's um, he's done some pretty awesome things already. So, um, yeah, he's pretty exciting. Good to see him back. And I love that he is back in an expressway stakes like this. And this is the very pro James. It is very James, isn't it? It's very James because James has got obviously a good streak of um, his grandfather in him. And, and that's good for racing because he's going to um, race him. He's going to race him. And I like that. The interesting thing with Home Affairs is we touched on it previously. You don't want to get too excited about Cornwall winners, but you'd like to think he's going to go on with it. Oh, I hope so. I mean, just because of how he's connected, you know, that he'll... Um, he might not be, you know, he's a cult and he probably will shuffle off sooner than most people will like, but at least they'll, um, and I know this doesn't suit everyone, but it's fun when they travel. So if he goes to Ascot, that's fun. Yeah. So that's, um, whilst it's exciting to have Animo here racing a lot for us in the races we want to see him in, it's also cool to have a horse that, that could travel and, and I think he's he fits the mould so far anyway. It'll be interesting to see how he comes back, but he fits the mould so far of horses that have, have done well over there and, and I think the sprint scene over there is Pretty weak at the moment, so I think he can smash them up. So that'll be um, yeah, fun little storyline to follow. Lightning Newmarket then overseas? It's worked before. It sounds like a good plan. I'm not sure what the, what the logistics changed. I mean, it's a, uh, they're ever-changing, I suppose. So who knows exactly how it'll all play out, but hopefully it does play out, whichever way it does. It, you know, Hopefully he gets over there and, and flies the flag. Or yeah, I'm hoping they go. I'm not... I'd say he's the most likely to go. Well, he'll go because of his connections, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a reason to go. He might go and just land with Aiden if it's easier. Yeah. Logistics-wise. Well, Chris will love that. <laughs> Star cold, give yeah. it to Aiden. Hand it over. Another, uh, well, I'm hope. I imagine Coolmore are hoping. The Great Barrier Reef kicks off in the Canterbury on Saturday. Talk me through this. I don't... Um, 
I don't trial or jump out, so you gotta you gotta nurse me through. What's what am I looking for on Saturday? Yeah, it's funny for the there's obviously a fair bit of boom around him. He's I'm invincible, cosmic endeavor. So they've got expectation before he's even stepped foot on the track. First trial was really good at Canterbury. Second trial was the classic. They buried him away in between runners, teaching him to get used to racing around horses. And then he's gone to the line, I would say, hard help. But I'm not I'm not completely sold, if I'm being honest. And Waller first up, debutante, two-year-old. I haven't got the numbers in front of me, but I don't think it's crash hot. Yeah, okay. You could look them up. Can you look them up? Do we have time? Do we have time? I don't know if that's... Does that make for boring podcasting if you start looking stuff up while we're sitting here? I don't know if it's easy it's to inter- do. It sounds interesting to say like to be a little connections knock when it's Waller and Waller and J-Mac and there's a little connections knock. That's funny. Well, I think for me, the it's too... I don't... Like Waller with two-year-olds, I don't think is fantastic. It's I don't know what he's known for. I think he's still pretty good at it. Yeah, I don't think Waller with debutantes is amazing, but I could just be a bit off the mark here. Looking you at, could be falling for the narrative. Yeah, falling for the narrative. We looked at, we did look at Waller with odds-on shots in the last year. So he's had sixty-seven for thirty-eight wins, expected wins of thirty-three. So his record with the odds-on pops is actually, you know, yeah, solid. What you would expect and better than the market. So that's always. So Great Barrier Reef is odds-on. I think he could start odds on. Ah, right. Yeah. So what's the what's the race form that I should be should be looking for? Zambezi River was good, yes. He was in the breeders. Touch unlucky. He got caught along the fence on the inside. Not gonna say should have won, but it should have been more interesting, I guess, behind Sir Jardin, which are you sold you're not quite sold on him? I don't know. I don't know. I'm um I'm sort of yeah, I'm agnostic. <laughs> about Sajardin. I'm ready to be I'm ready and willing to be convinced about that's pretty much where I'm at on the entire two year old scene so far. I'm 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 ready. I want some good ones. We'll we didn't t- get it at Caulfield on, on yeah. Wednesday really. I don't I don't think the Colts were I mean philosopher was terrible. He was terrible. I didn't he didn't fire through and, and lead it with you know I thought he was a speedy squib and, and he'd get out there and be too squibby and too fast for them, but he was um wasn't even fast. He wasn't fast off the mark and then they I mean the the winner has a nice pro the first two home have really nice profiles. Good stables, good pages. They I think they look nice. Like it all seemed okay, but the figures were bleh. doesn't mean they're bad, but it doesn't mean they're good either. And then the Phillies were more um what you get in that race every year. They're they're listed each sort of fast Listed fillies, yeah, they're, they're fine. She ran to 102, which is you know terrific on debut. But I, I didn't get the impression, and again, willing to be convinced otherwise, but I didn't get the impression Miss Rosiano was, or Britain's Wushu was quite good behind her, were um, 100 fillies that are about to become 110 fillies. I got the impression that they were pretty ready-made and they were 100 fillies that are going to be good 100 fillies, which is not, you know, they're not diamond, not slipper sort of stuff. They're more, <laughs> they're more, Blue Diamond preview sort of stuff. So no big guns there. And we're waiting. We want big guns. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully the Canterbury and the Widden throw up something. something. Well, I think their connections would be hopeful hopeful, and not scared of anything at the moment. No, well, there's nothing. There's nothing there at the moment that's anywhere near the standard of not not even the Blue Diamond and the, the Slipper, but even of the, the main trials. 
really. There's not even a horse that's sort of a, a Todd. I mean, I know Cool and Gadda's been good, but she's not. Her Magic Millions win isn't better than what will win a Riesling, except for last year's, which was horrendous. She'd win that. <laughs> <laughs> but typically, typically those slipper trials are actually better than what she did at, at the Magic Millions. So, yeah, nothing to be nothing to be scared of, of just yet, and, and maybe nothing to be particularly excited about just yet either. So, have we seen the slipper winner? No, well, that's I. If we have, well, maybe we have, but I. It's far from obvious. If anyone, please write in. If, yeah. you, if you've seen, I don't. It. I don't think we because I haven't. I haven't seen anything obvious yet. It's Nothing's prob- it's been probably f- been out there, but I. It's um. It's escaping me at this stage. Nothing. You know when you do the times and it jumps off the page like oh, you haven't had that yet. Really. I haven't had that. Uh, Maybe cool, cool and in the debut. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. But aside from that, but she hasn't really improved. I mean, that ratings wise, she ran. She's pretty much matched that in the Magic Millions, but she hasn't bettered it. So the like her debut is. She's come out. She's gone. This is what I've got, and it's it's really really good, but she hasn't gone next level yet. I know she's she's won more, and that that counts for something. And doing it twice is better than doing it once. So that's I'm not um, I'm not a hater. I'm not downplaying Cool and Gatter, but it's um, you're hoping there's something more. Yeah, well, I want something. Yeah. I want some real stuff. And maybe I mean Great Barrier Reef maybe has that sort of profile. Zambezi River, as you said, was. Good to boo, but they were way slower than Cool and Gatter that day. But that's fine. That doesn't mean <laughs> you can be slower that day and faster on another. So, um, yeah, he's got the right right sort of profile as well, I suppose, to maybe be good. Maybe. Looking Sweet rides to boo. I don't see anything in the figures nah. there that makes me think that's special. I mean, it's solid. It's fine. But it's not – I'm not like, okay, well, there's there's an exciting one. I don't know. Yeah, I think the you wouldn't off that – Win expected to be single figures in Canterbury, which it is. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of in town on a Saturday, a couple of lengths. I suppose it is single figures in Canterbury. Makes some sense, yeah. even if the even if the time's nothing to get excited about. It got to fit in there somewhere because Robusto is is potentially interesting as well. So Waller runs, runs three. Nah, he runs tonight. Oh, uh, does he? Oh, he'd be yeah. interesting tonight. Dollar fifty at Canterbury. Oof. The looking at Waller. Beauty of racing and sports, you can find this out. So, first starters, this is all seasons. Close to 1,500, 10% strike rate. Seems all right. In Metro, 720 for an 11% strike rate. Obviously losing all, all the way, 22 cents on the dollar you'd lose with yeah. Waller. But that's, about, that's also about right. It's only fractionally yeah. below. I mean, his numbers are pretty smooth across the board, really, because he just has so many it's runs. kind of relentless, isn't he? Yeah. But with odds on, it's been good the last year. So I think that I feel the market tends to get it right with Walla. Like when one of his is well back, they generally, not they know, but <laughs> it'd be interesting to see what Great Barrier Reef does, SB. Because I'd imagine Zambezi River's going to get back from that draw. J Mac's just going to land the box seat, the coffin, but he'll get out. I actually don't think there's much in this race. So I could see him starting odds on, even though I wasn't completely sold by the trial. So it's pretty much a we're, we're just watching and learning at that at that stage. And it's the same in the Phillies. Yeah, I think the Phillies is. I f- thought Snowden's filly Epar was entitled to be shorter off her maiden win debut win down your way. I thought the Merson Cooper was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was. Um, I thought the Philosopher Jewelry race was actually a little bit better than it, but I might have. Um, I might have overshot it. A little bit there, not by much. 
again, it was it was one of those. It was a nice win, and it was um, actually it was probably better than the the previews on yeah on Wednesday. It was a bit better than that. So maybe it is the the best two year old race run in Melbourne so far. So and it was genuine. You know, it's a listed race, and they ran good, strong listed figures. So yeah, that's that's going to measure up. You would imagine, and they seem to be Peter and Paul are um. They're humming. They're up and about, aren't they? And they seem to have a, a really nice team. So they've got another one in there as well, don't they? That that has the um, the good, fast, cool, and gutter form. So they've got both. They've got both. Are they one, two in the betting? So Ebhart is two ninety, and Drasana is six fifty. So yeah, they're the one, two combo. And you've got James is in there as well at six fifty, which won on debut and then wasn't wasn't far off the mark in the golden gift. Yeah, which again had a little bit of a. Um, it's not terrible. It's not bad, but it it wasn't. Um, it wasn't good, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it I was just a, a you know there was a, a promising enough Saturday two year olds in November. Here they are. Yep, that's them. There's nothing to. Um, they weren't so bad that you could go. Ah, oh, that's no good. But they weren't so good that you could go. Oh, that's they're the group horses. Yeah, I think the I'll be. S- I'd expect Snowden's filly to be winning this Ebha. I think she's just better than him and she's nice trial and she beat that Boldinho who's come up and I think So I all of them have raced except for the bottom one. Yeah. So that's nice. At least you've got some at least we're starting to see some horses with some some runs on the board. A bit more meat on the bones. Yeah, because that's the other thing. I mean we had what five in the Colts yeah. preview. Where are all the and horses? And even the Canterbury's not a big field there, is it? And we don't have I mean People talk about Australia's obsession with two-year-old racing, but when they say that, it's completely the opposite of what is true. We're obsessed with not running them. Yeah, giving them time. Yeah, we don't. Um, we don't run our two-year-olds as much as they do in. It always comes up in the like, why can't Australia breed stays like Japan or or like the UK? And it's like, oh, it's our obsession with two-year-old racing, and then no one bothers to actually check that they race their two-year-olds way, way more in Japan. They have race meetings in Japan where they have ten races, and they're all for two-year-olds. Overall, we can't fill if we can't fill these good fields with. Black type and big money. They kick them off over 2,000. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I suppose they're over different distances and they, I mean, their trainers just work harder, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Ebhar is, and I'll give Sammy Clipperton a rap too, riding well, 22% from his last 50. Nice. So and I think he's certainly teaming up with Team Snowden and getting a few good opportunities, none more so than this on the weekend. So hoping for him, he's one of racing's Nice guys, so good luck to Sam. Yeah, hoping it runs well. The, I mean, the expressway is pretty straight up and down, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Um, it's really interesting, obviously, with Animo coming back, and he's um, he's the horse to beat, right? And the market says as as much. Mm. I suppose the only the knock and the only real question mark, the first question to answer before you bothered to move on to any other questions is, is the distance an issue for Animo? 1,200 first up, underdone, all those obvious, that little obvious thing is the whole race because you can't get on to answering the other questions until you've answered that one because if it's, if the answer is that it's not a problem and you'll be right up near his best, well, he'll win, right? Yeah. So then every other question becomes redundant because if you go strap into your Monte Carlo mind, I think he's last seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ratings would probably like win this. So he pulls any of those seven marbles out of the bag. It's a win. And he wins. It's a win. So that's a lot of wins. So the little query would be, okay, well, it's 1,200. Well, you mean he's run placed in a diamond and a, a slipper, so he's 1,200-metre form's fantastic, right? There's nothing wrong with him at, at 1,200 metres. He won 
soft as hell first up in over 1200 in the spring because he do you remember that, that was the big betting drift day it's crazy five to two he started yeah <laughs> how did they bet that always easy once they've won um so yeah i mean is he, is he soft again do, do we get a re- repeat of that i'm not yeah. sure i mean there's no one really suggesting that he's he's not the best horse there is there i mean that's that's just not even a question is it no no i think in terms you of you told me that Forbidden Love was a good chance before I'd actually looked at the race. And when you said that, I was like, my goodness, he he's threes on. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> oh, she's got a good map. She won her. <laughs> like, I spit her out for fun. Yeah, I think she's she... She's listed filly. Oh, she's a bit better than that. Is she? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, is she? I don't know. He should... I think it's... Um, Fourth to Fatus first up last prep. Good run, though. Got a long way back. I mean, that was over 1,100. Animo could start at the 1,200. <laughs> <laughs> Round up Fatus. They're listed fillies. Yeah, I think they're all hoping that James has left plenty of improvement in him and he walks into the artist fat as a pig and, you know, this is just a nice start-off point for him. But yeah. I mean, that that is the, the little query. But then there's also the side of things. Like, he's a, he's a high-profile cult now. So they... Whilst they'll... They'll leave a bit there, obviously, and this isn't grand final day, blah, blah, blah. But he's also, every time he steps out in public, he's on show, right? Yeah. So they're not going to let him go out there and, you know, fat as a house and be ring rusty and awful. Like, he'll he'll zip around and, yeah, geez, odds on's probably fair. I, I would have thought that the other Friedman horse was a better chance than, than Forbidden Love, but maybe the, maybe you're saying the map is is why that's the wrong, yeah. the wrong idea. I mean, Tiger of Malay, I make a a better racehorse than Forbidden Love. Yeah, I mean, if we're arguing over Tiger of Malay and <laughs> Forbidden Love, like, doesn't yeah. that just tell the story? He's going to walk in. Yeah. Well, I mean, Standout's won this race in the past. He's so the he's one. So he's the one. Like, he's when I'm looking one. at the numbers, I mean, he's 10 pounds better than Forbidden Love as well. He just hasn't done any winning since since he did win this race. Has he won? He wouldn't have won since. No, he was... Because he was exciting at that point. In fact, three-year-olds. Yeah. He was a three-year-old when he won it, and he's five now. So two years. Because he beat Elise. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Like it was a good win, and he was lightly raced at the time. Yeah. So that's the like. So the five-year winning average, one hundred nineteen. He ran one hundred seventeen when he won it. He hasn't been quite that good since, but he did run one hundred fifteen second premier to Mask Crusader. So he's about. He hasn't been winning, but his last prep says he's about as good. He ensures as that a Animo. bad expressway winner. He ensures Animo can't win it in reverse. Yeah, he he's good up. enough to do that. So he's the he's probably the the one, isn't he? He's yeah. He's the one who can get up around that that and figure. But as I said, Animo's it's probably not going to be a high rating expressway. I think that would be fair to say because there's just not enough guts to it, and Animo's probably not going to have his neck stretched by most of them. No, I think if J Mac knows he's got him covered, he's not going to. He's going to know. Yeah, so maybe Standout runs his race. If you know Gerald first up, he'll be. He'll be cranking, won't he? And maybe he runs 115 and, and makes him stretch his neck to 116, 17, 18 and, and win it like that with a average or slightly below average expressway win for, for exploding, hopefully. But that's interesting. Three-year-old, it's great to see three-year-olds in it. And it's three-year-olds, actually, fun stat, and it'll drag us over to the Australia Stakes, keep this thing rolling. Is it three-year-olds? I wrote this down. So I always find these little things interesting. So three-year-olds in the expressway, have won 20% with 9% of runners over the last 20 years. So they've had 14 of 154 runners and they've won it four times. So they've won twice as many 
as they should. Mm. You know, should did you what those, we say should. Did you get those stats from the Racing and Sports transcription page? Which Cha ching, yeah, tweet that out. Yeah, which will be available uh, tomorrow. It's anyone looking to follow the Sydney Autumn Carnival. It'll have all the previous t- winners, time form ratings, and then the post race jockey trainer quotes, as well as beaten jockeys. So anyone who's keen on any of that, I'll be tweeting out the link tomorrow, and it all kicks off tomorrow. So and stats that Adam is reading out are all available there as well. Yeah. So they win twice as many, almost exactly twenty percent of wins from nine percent of runners in the Australia Stakes. They win same sample. They've won five of twenty, so twenty five percent from um, twelve and up. So again, exactly almost exactly double basically. Is that a case of the? It's only the good ones. Okay. Yeah, they're targeted at it. Yeah. So they, you know, they're a targeted set. You don't just um. Like with an older gilding, you, it's like horses that travel always overperform. So that's like Sydney form overperforms in Melbourne, but Melbourne form overperforms in Sydney because they're all targeted. Yeah. Travellers, you know, like, you know, those overseas meetings, it's like, oh, horses from abroad do really well at these meetings. Well, of course, because they've been targeted. They don't send their, you know. They're not taking the slow ones. Yeah, and they don't just send them to have a run around. Well, not to have a run around, but they don't roll the dice. You don't think, oh, I might, you know, well, he's going all right. We'll see how he's going this Saturday and we'll roll the dice by travelling six hours by float and blah, blah, blah. No, you go down with one that you're like, okay, I'm going try and win and same with three-year-olds if you're running in these races you're running there because you think you can win and then we've got a three-year-old we only got one three-year-old in the, the australia stakes at at mooney valley but it's still good to to see him in there because they have been i mean as you know after christmas we just run way too many races restricted to three-year-olds and they've been waning there hasn't been as many in the last five years only a couple of three-year-olds have run in this race so it's good to, to see a good one in there. And I don't think Lightsaber is... I think he's a little bit under the odds was my read of things early doors. Not because I don't think he's <clears throat> a loosely good enough to, to win at that level, but his form is much better at 1,400 and above. Like, his ratings are all 1,400 and above. And when he's been shy of that a couple of times, only three times, but he's um he's been a no-go. So I don't really think... He's $8 or something. I think it's probably giving him a bit too much love. But it's good to see him in there and it's good to see Animo and even Overpass and, and Tiger of Malayanko up there because um, there's a there's a hole in the older horses at the moment because we had that bad crop roll through, which yep. is the four-year-olds now, who have, I mean, to be fair, they've, they've found they're, they're good horses, but they're just not, they just don't have real star power. So the three-year-olds have a chance to, I think in the autumn, the three-year-olds have a chance to, to get stuck right into them and knock them off in a few races and hopefully they they do. Yeah, I think so. Just looking at Animo and comparing it to Kementari, which both had similar... Scathing on Animo. In terms of, you know, Kementari <laughs> went to the Guineas and then he actually kicked off in the Eskimo Prince, whereas I think a trapeze artist is probably the more, uh, the better way to look at it. And he won the Expressway first up, fourth in the Hobartville, third in the Guineas, and then won the TJ and the All Age. So interesting to see which way Animo goes after the Randwick Guineas. You'd imagine, is it QE for him? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he ran so well in a Cox Plate at, at 10 and that was a... He's not going overseas, is he? Has that been shelved? I don't think so. I think, it, I think there was... I think there's just enough here for him. I think that's fair enough. As I said, I think it's cool that Home Affairs goes. But I don't, we want some, you know, varieties, the spice of life, right? We want some of them. We don't want them all going over there. Yeah. And he's a, he's a good one to stay home because he bulks up. And as I said, there's, there's a hole in those sort of... You know, mile right, mile is three year olds and four year olds, the Doncaster. So I mean, could he run there? He'll get weight, but they won't give him enough weight to stop him if he's good and like if he's fine. Yeah. I promise you they won't they well, won't stop him he, with the handicapper won't be what stops him. 
yeah. So then does he do the Kementari prep, really? What was it? So where did Kementari... Oh, that's when he ran against Winks. Some, some mug told me you could give her a fright. <laughs> no, nah, that, was, that was after, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, was, no, I feel like it. that was when he was three. He ran in the... Yeah, that was Because he won prep. the Pretty Guineas where he knocked off the nice horses and he oh, looked... How good did he look? Looked a million bucks, beat Pirata and Trapeze and it was all like, this is this is good form, he's a good, good three-year-old, this, and then it went pair. Yeah, no, I think I tipped him next prep to beat Winks second up when Winks was first up 1,400. Ah, okay. And he ran well first up behind Pirata. But he went Guineas rider... Donnie, which I imagine if they are, it's one or the other. But I'd say he goes to the George Ryder after the Guineas. Oh, okay. So you can't, do you go, you don't go around with Guineas straight into the Doncaster? No, the, oh, I mean, it's four weeks. Yeah, yeah, you can. Although that might have changed now, but mm. with the timing of everything. But I'd say the usual, James is big on his history, obviously. I'd say he goes to the George Ryder yeah. after the Guineas. Because yeah. the Ryder's going to be, uh, I think a gimme because it's on all star mile day, mate. Mile day so the time honoured time honoured so they've run a, the two probably our best wait for age mile races the same weekend Good. so it's going to be wide open for something yeah yeah but very interesting to see which way he goes and hopefully he wins on the weekend and keeps the ball rolling in the I mean Maribor you haven't got odds on I'm assuming no I was I was more like 250 Maribai, so I would be against her. I had the, I had Wild Planet tighter, and I had um Cinewan a bit tighter. I had Cinewan second pick. I had the market order same way basically, except Wild Planet a, a bit tighter. He's only run twice in in twenty twenty one, so there's a big obvious knock on him. But that's when you're sort of taking fifteen sixteen dollars, big obvious knocks are easy to find, and that's fine. That's you got to bet through those. So um, he got Eduardo on a bad Eduardo day, but he did run. At him hard, first up twelve hundred in a doom and ten thousand, and missed him by a neck. And that's um, even a bad Eduardo. That's good, good looking bit of form, right? Yeah, it jumps off the page a yeah. little bit. So I think, I mean, Marabai has looked a uh, group filly from day dot. She's run. She's always been a Times nerd horse. Times and love her. So you love her. Don't mm. pretend like you're not a Times. Nerd. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. But there are horses here that are established at that level. So she's rated hundred fifteen, and she's yeah, she's. She set herself right up there. She's done it twice now as well. So she's got, and probably even she was close to that a couple of times, even against the the lesser horses. She's been really fast. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Streets of Avalon's getting no better, but he's been he's been there, hard he's, bastard. Yeah, won it last year, and and Wild Planet, as we said, mixing it with Eduardo and Co. and a couple of other ratings that are around that sort of level as well. And and Cinewan's run 116 the other day, and can go 119, and I reckon he can go even better than that. So he's a, would I, would you say he's officially your boy going into this carnival? Is he your number one? Off the top of my head, I can't. I mean, there's oh, there's so many. There's not that many. Not you think there he, must be, but he's, he's a, a horse that I'm pretty interested in because I I think he's um well he's your boy Kingman obviously. Well, that helps. Yeah, by the by the king, but he's um I just really like that that Heffernan win, and I think he's um he's going to be obviously a, a better chance in the ore, and it's it's pretty obvious that that's where that you know they're setting him up to. They're just such a good peak stable, aren't they? Yeah, they're a great stable. Peak and, and win in the ore, which I think, without knowing what's going to the ore, if it's the, I mean, something like these and maybe a couple of trendy extras, I don't know. But We'll bring it up. He will run, he won't be miles off his top and I think his top's better than what he's what he's done here. So I don't think he'll be very far off that Heffern and win. And if that's the case, well, Maribai, you know, she won't want to take short ones late. She did have to, she'll get a bit more of a flow at this because... um. 
she was sort of rushed a little bit, I think, at 1100 last time. They really scrambled. So she won't be as rushed, so she'll be able to flow. But she was curling up at the end of 1100, as I said, rushed and, and it doesn't really work like, you know, curling up at the end of 1100 won't get 12. 12 might even suit better because you get a chance to, to flow a little bit more. Um, but gee, if she if she does take a couple of short ones, I and he, <laughs> he's going to be sort of ridden, you would imagine, conservatively. Yeah. But if he gets that little slingshot off the corner there, he's um, he can be breathing fire. You look at his profile, so only place one from four first up and then he's three from four second up. So the oars obviously the, the key target for yeah, him second yeah. up and hopefully they, they do love the patterns. Oh you got a market there. So he's the, oh so oh Minzaki's not running there, is he? I don't think so. He's you know what I hope he does. I'd love to back him to beat Zaki because like on race day, Zaki will be heavily favoured to knock him off. Yeah. Unless he runs an absolute screamer on Saturday. Even still, I think Zaki Zaki's I mean, for starters, Zaki has been to a much higher level than him, yeah. so it is. Yeah. You're going to have to back him to do something. But I don't want to back him to do something. That's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to back him to do the obvious. I want to back him to do something crazy, like rip down Zaki, and I get a good kick out of that too. I'm thunderstruck. It's not. Does it run there? It probably does. I think they're they're going to the Osamal third up. So I think he does. So, so or Futurity, Osamal. Okay, well that's a good race, isn't it? Then Doncaster. Cinnamon versus Thunderstruck. There, because I, I I suppose okay, that's probably where my little opinion would be different to the. Man in the pub is that I think Cinder One's as good as Thunderstruck because I think most people would think not, right? Ooh, I mean, yeah. our ratings basically say the same thing. So get your hand off it, Daryl. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so people, not, people not, don't so, think that, do they? You're not. It's funny because you. Um, this is the beauty of racing. When Ayrton was the new shiny toy, you said Thunderstruck was better, and now everyone loves Thunderstruck, and you're not sold. No, no. Well, I'm sold. I'm sold. I like him. But you don't think he should be favourite? In that? Yeah. Um, that's By the way, when he's looking that, he's pointing at the market we're looking at for the ore. That's the in the ore. Um, when we get a video, this will make a lot more sense. I mean, given that Zaki, I mean, Zaki, if he was running and if that was a final field, Zaki's the wrong price there. I mean, I don't like the horse, but I'd be you'd have to back him, wouldn't you? Yeah. So that price is wrong, but I don't think he's going there. I would be surprised if he was. Um... Yeah, I would have very little between Thunderstruck and Cine One there. Well, I mean, the ratings, we don't have much between them, do we? No. That's <laughs> I think so. I was going to say, when you said, oh, you said oh, Thunderstruck was better than it, and I'm like, no, I didn't. The numbers did. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Your I'm, numbers. just a, I'm just a parrot. Yeah, your numbers. I think the thing with. I'm just speaking truth, man. I think the thing with I'm Thunderstruck is his record is a lot better than his ratings profile. Thunderstruck? Yeah. So, like, what. It depends it, if, I mean, if you're like me and you think the Golden Eagles, you know, I don't think much of it, so. Yeah. I mean, man, is that a is that a big race to win? He beat Counter Rupee. Like, oh, but you know, his, <laughs> his records like he's won the what? Not he, that I well, well, he was not huge in the Rupert Clark, wins the Turak, and then wins the Eagle. Yeah, but he's not like. Cold I'll say in. this. I'll say this just to be a little bit pro Thunderstruck is that he's still he's done all that still slowly learning. Big Dumbo. Because when he was running those big splits and stuff in the in the winter through in Melbourne, he was um he was doing it the wrong way, but doing it. You could just see, as I said, the, the numbers just said, like, check this out. He was a, a sit-up-and-take-notice kind of job. Just also, not just because of what he was doing, but how he was doing it. So if he can keep improving and figuring it out and sharpen, Like, sharpening is the real big trick. I mean, what he did in the track was awesome because he'd, he'd been a Dumbo and then to... Um, he was pretty brave that day, knocked around and taken splits and then still pinned his ears back and won. So he's... um. 
He's a good horse. Yeah, I certainly don't want to be on record as a anti thunderstruck. He's a yeah, good horse. You don't want to be. And I mean, but I do want to. Back, I want to back Sinawan to do something good. Yeah, you're back. You say I you want to back him to do something that he hasn't done on the numbers yet. Yeah, and you think he'll be a Group One winner? That's my total guess. Yes. Yeah, which is fair. I'm interested in. in I think the numbers actually say that he's not quite what I what I'm guessing. Yeah, this I'm is trying to guess outside the box. This here. is Viabometer. Yeah, yeah, which is always the funnest, right? Yeah, I'm very interested to see Inspirational Girl come back because I thought she was really good when she won the railway. She's only had one start for Danny, and I thought it was decent. And so she could be back. She was all right. Corfield 1400 is never going to suit her. She's not sharp enough for that. No. Especially those early ones where they sit up. Like that becomes – Corfield, it's – I mean, Corfield is, can be a little bit tricky, I suppose. And But the 1400 as well where they jump straight onto the corner there. Those early spring – like was that the Lawrence or the yeah, or the Memsey? She ran the Lawrence, I think. Well, no, there's so many of them now. Yeah. Those, they can be more. tricky, those races. She actually did plenty, I would say. Yeah. I think she – I thought like the queen of the turf would just be tailor made for her. Wait for H mile at Ramwick. Yeah. But is should. that where she's going? I suppose it is. That's where she should be going. The big thing for I'm um, Thunderstruck is is a guilty. If you're listening, too. Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. <laughs> you can prep her up in Melbourne, but get her to Sydney for that race because that's just perfect for her. I don't think there's Ice Bath is probably the best mare in he Sydney. He doesn't want to go to Sydney because he doesn't want Waller to get anywhere near her. <laughs> don't you even look at her. Yeah. Look what, <laughs> look what you did. Look what he did to my girl. He killed her. <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. But I think for racing fans, we want I'm Thunderstruck to go well and take that next step because Animo's a cult and he's not going to be around for a long time, whereas he will be around for many seasons to come. And that hole we need filled could be filled by him. Yeah. It's interesting now that we're um, we're talking about the awe and I'm Thunderstruck. You know, let's do a quick preview of the Australia Stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, so let's... Uh, let's wrap that up. Let's wrap that up, and I'm out. Get over to Hong Kong. No, you're staying in because you're... There's no way you're getting away with Golden 60 getting beaten. You're not saying anything. 